Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So what's going on? On? I don't know. The lights? You're losing your touch. (laughs) You're losing your touch. Sorry, allergy pills make me weird. You were weird before that. That's because I take them every day. Duh. I don't know. That's a bad excuse for being weird. You're weird. And you a bad have excuse. No comebacks anymore. None. I'm not sure what happened to you. Ugh. I live here with you, and I had way. to. I had to use them all up because you're such a sasshole all the time. Mm, you think so, huh? Yep. Well, good thing I won't be around here for you to kick anymore. I don't uh-huh. kick you all the time. Uh-uh. Yep. But maybe it'll give my comebacks a chance to regenerate. It's funny the complaints <clears throat> that you have, and then you watch like you know me. What are my favorite TV shows to watch? Live PD and stupid bullshit. And first forty-eight. I like oh. cop shows. And then you like stupid bullshit, like yeah. CSD Key. <laughs> it's a great show. It's a great show. The drama on there is <coughs> par none. Stupid. Bullshit. It's great stuff. Anyway. Anyway. What kills me is First 48. You're on there being interviewed for suspicion of double murder. Double murder. Double murder. And all you care about is that there's someone pointing a camera at you and you don't want the camera on you. And you tell them you're going to spit at the camera. Which, by the way... Is considered assault. <laughs> so you're that stupid that you're facing double murder charges and you're going to add to it by assaulting somebody because they have a camera on you. I think you have worse things to worry about. Well, that really does seem like the situation where the police <clears throat> officer would just load on the charges. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like it's like the dumbasses that run away. Because their driver's license is suspended. Yeah. Now. They're going to catch you. I mean, like, even the one police officer um, here in, in BP, he, the, the motorcycle officer that's always on the social media. Yes. He made it clear that they only catch about 95% only of the people who run. But that means 5% get away. Yeah, but if That's you're... a high number, though. 5%. Because how many... Come on, let's face it. How many actually run? Maybe 100 okay. in a year? But if you're stupid enough to run from the police about a suspended license, well, but you're that's my... not in that 5%. <clears throat> but that's my point. But that's exactly my point. There's... Even when you think about it, it's... Yes, a lot of people got away. But it's still a magnanimous number that got caught. 
When you maybe maybe when you just murdered four people and then kidnapped a busload of school children, then it's worth the risk. But it when seems it's a, worth but the when risk. It's, but when it's like, but when it's like, I have a suspended license, and so the worst that's gonna happen is they're gonna pick me up, book me at at county, and let me go on my own recognizance because it's not it's a minor infraction, and they'll tow my car. There and was, that's the worst that they that's the worst that they'll do if you have a suspended license. And you drive like that. They just take your car and and you know book you, and then you're you're in the system. And some of the officers are nice, and if you have a passenger in your car without a suspended license, they just let you go. Yeah, or they'll just write you a ticket and let you go. Exactly. And worst case scenario, I've seen a lot where a person acts like a dick, and so the officer gives the keys to the car to the passenger, and lets the passenger take the car, but he still hauls the guy off to jail because the guy's a dick. But I would guess the guy only spends one night there. Pretty much, yeah. They they go there, they process them, they fingerprint them and everything, and then they just let them go. But don't you think you have bigger things to worry about than the fact that there's a camera pointed at them? Yeah, like maybe the fact that they're being arrested for double homicide. That would be my biggest concern in that situation. Like I'm telling you, that's never happened to me. I've never been interviewed by a detective because someone was murdered and they thought I was a suspect in the murder. It's never happened to me either. Ow, dude. I have been interviewed by detectives for a couple of different traffic accidents that I've witnessed. And one of them, they were investigating to see if the person was drunk when they were driving. That's interesting. I don't think... I think the only time I've been even remotely Mm. close to interviewed by the police was when Captain Crazy Pants broke your window. Yeah. And they talk to you, not me. But that's yeah. the closest I've been. Uh, that's true. That, that did happen. And it was interesting how they handled it. They were very, um, what's the word, apologetic for the fact that someone committed a crime on my vehicle since I was a traveler. They were a stereotype. They yeah. were a stereotype. Yeah, they certainly were. Minus the fact, okay, the stereotype that I've noticed about Canadian police officers is that they're just kind of super derpy and really, really polite. Those police officers handled that situation, brought out the dog, and handled the situation, and then apologized and were sweet and nice. Oh, most definitely. So I guess that the part of the stereotype that's wrong is the derpy part. Well, yeah, most definitely, because because that's <laughs> the thing. that's the thing that I would have to say. Like, if you were... If you were walking along and you were <clears throat> with the dog and it was like, you know, whatever time, doesn't matter, crime happens whenever, right? And you were with the dog and you got, you know, you, 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 I don't know, you drove the car over there and you parked it in the parking lot and you walked the dog and when you came back, the window was broken and someone said, oh my God, the guy that did it, he just went over there, you know? And they call the police and say that the police aren't going to show up here with the canine dog and sick him on the guy. Nope. They're going to show up and be like, well, it's been five minutes. He's long gone. We're not even going to try. No, they were like, the only thing your, your cops there said to themselves, the only thing that's going to find this guy, he's, he's close. It's the doge. But he's far enough away that if we try to find him. He'll get away. He'll be able to duck in behind a building and whatever. We won't see him. But the dog is going to smell his scent and track his ass down. And sure enough, 
they caught the guy. Yeah, I couldn't believe they brought the dog either. And then the other time I've ever had an interaction with the police, there was no interview, just apologies. <laughs> but there was a domestic dispute going on in the basement suite below the house. And we didn't call the police. Like, I probably should have. Right. But didn't. The guy climbs out the little teeny tiny basement window that I don't even understand how he got his shoulders through. And, like, runs away while the police are on their way. And the police come. And they destroyed my front door. Because she didn't bother to tell them that she was in the basement suite. Hmm. And they, like, they broke down the door. And then they, like, entered and they were like, why is the house dark? And then I, like, terrifiedly came out of my bedroom in, like, jammies, no glasses on and all sleepy. And they were like, did you call the police? (laughs) No, that would probably be downstairs. And they came back the next morning and they, like, put the door back on as well as they could that night. Said not to unlock it because it would have fallen in. And then they came back the next day and replaced my door. (laughs) I don't feel like police here would replace your door. No. No. They'd say, whoops, and that would be the end. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, I'm sure you could petition the city for money, but that would take a while. Right. They're not going to come the next morning and take care of it for you. Right. So tell me something. Something. You know how, like, people in politics, they always talk shit about their opponent and it's 98.947% give or take 2% um, bullshit and they know it. Like they make up things about their opponent. Right. What do you think about someone who's 100% honest and doesn't make up things about their opponent but still bashes them? If you're 100% honest don't make up things about your opponent and bash them, then sweet Jesus, are you running against a terrible candidate? Exactly. <laughs> and that's <clears throat> and that's what I was thinking about for like the last hour, hour, hour and a half is how corrupt. And you know what? Spitzer was that way. <clears throat> Nguyen is that way. Who? Nguyen. Janet Nguyen. Oh. Um, and then and then um, Doe. He spent 200 and something thousand dollars when it was time for his re-election campaign the last time. And he spent that much money of taxpayers' money to help himself get re-elected. That's disgusting. So this board has a habit of being somewhat unethical and breaking the law so time to call that out loudly well i have a question maybe i have an answer so the speaker thing where they cut people and it's a violent cut people it's time speaking time down and don't give them their full however many minutes it's supposed to be who needs who like who holds them accountable to those rules i would believe the attorney general for the state huh because he is okay let's face it 
the sheriff's department may not report directly to the board of supervisors, <clears throat> but the Orange County Sheriff answers to the Orange County Board of Supervisors because they said clear the riverbed and the sheriff went in and cleared the riverbed. Right. So even though technically the supervisors cannot really influence the sheriffs, they do influence the sheriffs. Okay. Okay. So based off of that, the sheriff is the county law enforcement agency. So they're the highest level in the county. You can't get any higher than that in inside of the county. Right. You know, like there's the Cypress police, but the Orange County Sheriff has heavier jurisdiction than Cypress police. Right. The sheriffs could come to Cypress to serve a warrant, and they don't even need to tell Cypress. They will, out of professional courtesy. Right, I understand. And most times they'll even include a Cypress car, but they don't have to. So, okay. So since the Board of Supervisors have basically got control over the top law enforcement agency in the county. You got to go up one level in order to get um, a law enforcement official who has power over the sheriff. And that would be the state attorney general's office because... And they have their own, like, The state is the next thing, yes. And they have state police. I mean, California High Patrol, for instance. So state police is, like... They're the top, top, top. Below federal police. Yep. Because they exist too, right? Yep. And that's, you know, usually it's either the state um, law enforcement or the Department of Justice will come in and say. And they would come in and give them a slap on the wrist and tell them they need to do what they need to do? All depends on if they found any, like, actual violation of law. If they found violation of law, they could find themselves up on charges. Huh. Well, I would assume that the Brown Act is a law, question mark? Well, yeah, but I don't think that it's punishable by jail time. So it would be like a... Don't do this. Would be a you need to give people back that much time, and you're going to be fined this much money. And who? Why right. do they care? They don't pay the fine. I think they should have to pay <clears> the <throat> fine out of their salaries if they I have agree. the choice. I agree, especially since they get a full time salary. Uh huh. But just think about: say they got fined a million dollars. Uh huh. For a nice, even, beautiful number. Wouldn't you, as a taxpayer, be taxpayer be pissed off that the board made a stupid ass decision and lost a million dollars to the state? Well, yeah. One of the comments on the article that I was reading about her fifty-person coffee. Yes. Someone wrote, "They she spent all of this money to help get reelected, but wouldn't spend any money on portable potties for the homeless." Well, of course not. It's all about her. And it just amazes me. Yeah, well. She clearly doesn't give two shits about anybody but herself. Yeah. Well, and then I've been like writing the script for my first Liberty Revealed podcast. Yeah. And I mean, I'm having trouble getting it to be even like 15 minutes long. First of all, so I got to figure that out a little bit. And maybe I just can't be as picky about how long it is. It is what it is. Um, I mean, I've been listening to a guy who he teaches people how to do podcasting. Okay. And he does them in series. So he has, this is on the one I'm listening to now is his third series, which he calls the 300 series. And it's about building your podcast website, which is a timely thing since that's exactly what I'm doing. 
Right. Um, but he did it on a 30-day basis. So he did 30 lessons on how to build a website straight through daily, released podcasts every day. And they were anywhere from 8 to 15 minutes long. And he just talked about various elements of building a website. Where should you host your... How do you get your domain name? How do you pick your domain name? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he just goes straight through short little podcasts. So maybe that's what mine has to be. And then when I get an interview, well, it can be longer. Or if there's a topic that's of relevant interest. Makes sense. I said all that and that's all you're going to say. I mean, no, I'm thinking. Shut up. If all you can make is 15 minutes, I mean, you could always that add... That wasn't a sassy comment, by the way, guys. It's more like a frustrated comment. There's other things you could do, because I, I feel like I feel like if your podcast is much longer than 20 to 25 minutes, you're going to lose people. Hmm. That's all. Perhaps. So maybe 15 minutes of topic and 5 minutes of intro, outro, whatever else you want to talk about. Advertising other podcasts, all that good stuff. Advertising other podcasts and all that good stuff will take up the other five minutes. Five sure. to ten minutes. Yeah, well, and I know that I want to promote that little ten page ebook that I want to give away to get email addresses. So, right. Um, and get people on the, on, into the list. So, so, I feel as though. There'll be a commercial for that. There'll be a commercial. And I feel as though you'll make it to be about 20 minutes. Yeah, 20, 25 max. And then if you have an interview, then there's no pressure to make the interview super long if you're talking to somebody who's ultra dry. Well, then the best part about that is you can do one of two things. You can cut out boring questions and cut it down to half the size. Or if it was a great interview, cut it in half, cut it in half and do two episodes out of that. Right. One and, part then, two. and then people who are really interested, you drag them in for a second listen. Right. Yep. See, so, I had more to say. Keeping the keeping the podcast to a certain length seems to be a good idea in a in a news show kind of format, you've and that's written, what this is. You've written one episode, correct? It's not finished, finished, but yes. But I mean, just one. I mean, from opening point to all the points I want to make and closing point, it's all there. Okay. <clears throat> How I want to flesh it out a little more, maybe not. I think. I think before you make a decision on like how much time you're going to, like what time range you're going to aim for, you need to write at least three. Because there might be yes, because some topics, more to say about something else. <clears throat> some topics have detail, way more detail and way more depth. And so in that case, it might be necessary to talk about... And you might need to break those into part one and part two. Yeah, either that or you put two topics in one episode if they're really, really short ones. Yep. They make it work. Yeah, but I think it is the key is around the timing. Right. And but trying to aim for like 20, 25 minutes seems reasonable when you include the intro, the outro. And then that's the other thing I have to figure out is the copy for the intro and the outro. And who I want to speak it. Yeah. I hears you. I was thinking of asking Deborah to read a script. I was just going to suggest Deborah. That's funny. It would add a voice that's not a, not currently in any of your other podcasts. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, if you remember the show that I did for the Hockey Talk Radio, uh-huh. Matthew did the 
intro for that. Right. So. Well, and then I was all I saw I saw the event the libertarian libertarian party added to their page today the social meeting. Mm-hmm. And as awful as the last social meeting we went to was, when you get this podcast launched, we're gonna have to go to another one. You're gonna have to be like, hey, guests. Yep. <laughs> I bet you, you could get the guy who's married to the really irritating woman on your podcast in a snap. Yeah, I think so too. he likes to chat. Yes. Well, and then I'm going to definitely take them up on the idea. Now that I have this thing, I'm going to take them up on the idea and go to the convention. You and should. meet people and interview them right then and there. I think you can get like, I don't want to be way off, but like 180 hours worth of interviews on a two gig card. Please don't spend 180 hours at the Libertarian Convention. Just telling you, that's how many, That's what I'm pointing out. Right. You can get there and you can get multitudes of interviews and not fill that thing up. Right. And that so, would be great. Be something to Well, and there's no, no saying you need to use all of those interviews in your Libertarian podcast. Right. You do have a second political podcast. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think, um, I think, think uh, I think the plan that we've been discussing overall, I think it's a good plan. I think it's going to require a lot of work up front. Well, isn't everything? Like a lot of work. But, you know, my edge that I have is that I tend, no matter what job I actually do, Uh I tend to get things done twice as fast as anybody else. Right. So. We have that, both have that curse. I have a little bit of a buffer. Right. That I have extra time to use on other things. Right. And still be within normal working hours. Right. So it's going to work. Lots of work, but it's going to (laughs) work. It's going to be hard, though. We are going to be extremely busy. Well, I already am, so it won't be a big change for me. Mm. Well, it's going to be a big one for me. I know. I mean... I got a call tomorrow to follow back up with because they both called me back um, with Romeo's friends that need some work. <laughs> That's two projects. Yeah. Then the copy project's about to kick off. Good stuff. Then. We need to hire more people. Then. Um, well, no, both your people have a team, so you yeah. don't really need to hire more people. Then uh, the Ignite project's going to go forward. So it's like all this stuff like <sighs> that's why when you talked about the one customer and where they disappeared to I was thinking well, I hope they hold off for a little while longer because things are getting a little too busy mine no mine oh yeah it's like wow I've established that my missing customer is not dead I found her Facebook page she posts publicly she's not dead She's just not answering me. My access hasn't been removed at all from anything, though. You'd have thought that my access to her ad account would have been revoked instantly if that's what her plan was. 
I'm just, it's just really strange. Like, I'm confused. Especially since I sent an are you okay email. Yeah. I don't understand. But if after the ad campaign runs out on the 8th, I'll send her the summary email about how it went. If I don't hear back after that, I'm done. I'm not going to do any more work without getting paid. Well, sure. Of course. So. Welcome to the freelance lifestyle. The only reason I'm finishing that campaign is because it should have started a week earlier. So technically it should have finished at the end of January. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you're being ethical. Imagine yep. that. I know. <laughs> Imagine that. An ethical business person. That's just frustrating. Though. I mean, I think it's frustrating when somebody ghosts you who's a friend. Right. You know, friend or relationship, whatever. I don't know what the deal is. But I think it's bad enough when someone ghosts you like that. But when you're working with somebody and you owe them money. I mean, worst case scenario, what was the termination policy in the contract? 30 days. 30 days. So She owes me So for she February. owes you for February. Yeah. So, and isn't she in California? Yeah. Where in California? Los Angeles. Oh, well, she might just get served with a small claims lawsuit. <laughs> for $226.67. Sure, why not? Make it known to your customers that you don't get screwed around. Well, and technically she still hasn't ended the contract. Right. So March is on its way. Yeah. You still owe money. And she owes you the ad spend. Uh-huh. And heck, you know, maybe your plan was to increase the ad spend. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I hope she comes back, though, because I do like her. So, well, I did until she ghosted me, but whatever. We'll go with Do, because I've established she's not dead. Are you sure that she posted and it wasn't, like, on some auto-posting service? It didn't say it was an auto-posting service, and it was a picture of her and her baby. Hmm. Very weird. I discovered some interesting things about her today, though. I'll tell you later. (laughs) You might have to do like you said and use my phone and call her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the ad campaign ends on the 8th, so there's like three more days left of it. Two. No, it ends at the end of day on oh, 8th. Oh, gotcha. It ends at like 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess that is uh, how long she has to get back to me. So I just have a more aggressive attitude than you do because... I feel like if you don't want to get walked on, you don't let people walk on you. Am I being walked on? Well, my fear is that someone will find out that a client has simply stopped communicating with you and didn't pay, and you just looked the other way. Well, and then they'll do the same thing. But when you don't take shit at all, and the first time it happens, you file the small claims lawsuit, which is... I know it sounds funny, this 200 and something dollars, but that's really what small claims was meant for. It was originally a $500 limit. Fair enough. That's what it was for. You know so that you didn't have to go through. To when this campaign ends, you can go for it. So you didn't have to go through the intensity of real court. That's right. what it's all about. Right. And, and yet still have a recourse for a small debt that's owed to you. Uh-huh. You know, it's like Rich and Sarah with the, um, Lady who wrote them the bad check. 
Right. I understand. But that's even that situation is even worse because that lady was a friend. They did things for her to help to help her out, and this is how she repays them. Like that. Wow. That. Ouch. Right. I don't comprehend that. <laughs> I don't comprehend that at all. Well, I guess in keeping with our theme of keeping things on time, <laughs> it might be time to reel it in. Okay. You got anything you want to add on the topic before we reel it in? Because there's a couple minutes you could still fill. I'm good. I think I've rambled enough about things and annoying things. Yeah. I'm uh, going to say that next few months are going to be intense. Yeah. And then it'll calm down because we'll all be used to what's going on. So... I'm glad we got a system in place ahead of time. Right. And some help. I think the help is going to go a long way for both of us. Because mm-hmm. the tedious little baby tasks that we're giving to them are time suckers. Yeah, they sure are. So. They sure are. And I've been kind of using a hybrid of my contexts mixed with priorities because I'm noticing that because I do a lot of remote work, I have to rethink my at computer um, context because you're always because I'm computer. always at my computer, which means all of those tasks should be getting paid attention to. I have to tell you, it's going to make you laugh. So we, the, the new freelancer finished your one task today and you had it tagged with one of your getting things done tags. Mm-hmm. And he said, what tag do I need to change this to now that it's completed? <laughs> that's like, you can just mark it complete. Ignore the tags. Yeah, They're tags not really for, for you. <laughs> yeah. But it made me laugh because I think it was like waiting for was your. Yeah. 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 Waiting for. Yeah. It was funny. You and I've realized. And I've realized that in order to use the system correctly, I have to click the waiting for tab. And then up top, I have to click all not. Um. Not just incomplete because they're completing them and they're disappearing. And so I might have another task I want to add to that task. Do you not get a notification when they complete those tasks that your followers on? I haven't seen a notification at all. Interesting. Because I don't send emails to myself. You may need to change that so you at least get an in-app notification when they complete a task. Yeah. Because well, you, you understand. But yes. I don't know. I think it's going to be good to have a system in place that, with the help that we hired. Yes. I think, I you know, and I have a feeling that, it's like I was telling you, like the guy that um, does the affiliate marketing blueprint group. Yeah. He's a really good guy and he gives away a lot of stuff and he gives away a lot of his time and help. And he's smart because on the one hand, he gives away all this stuff of himself while he's building these products. Then he offers them to the people. Well, because the people got so much from him, they pay for his products. Right. And it's interesting to me to see how like a person like that can just give and give and give and give and give and give and, give and just be going all the time, like non-freaking-stop. 
And then you come to find out that he has one really, like, main virtual assistant. Right. Who's, like, from the Philippines or something like that. They probably have a team. And, yeah. And he pays that guy, you know, a little bit more. Maybe, like, $10 an hour. Uh Uh-huh. But nothing like $25, $30, $35 an hour like you'd expect to see here. Nothing. Not even close to that. And... He gets the he he keeps the company running for him, right? And that's what I'm hoping happens for us. And I think it will. I I can't guarantee that these VAs that we hired are the right VAs for us. Right, we'll find that out over time. But if they're not, we will find the ones that are. But here's the thing that I was thinking: like, if I could have most of the menial tasks taken care of, right? And all I have to do is handle the bigger aspects and the selling of the, you know, services. Right. And that's it. That's all I have to do. Meanwhile, making the money that I'll be making, I can ride that for a while (laughs) and bank away a lot of money. Right. Like, that was the plan all along. So. Anyway. Now we filled up the last couple of minutes you wanted to fill up. Yep. Time to say hasta la bye-bye, I guess. And good night. Hasta la bye-bye. Hey, this is Mike, and I just wanted to tell you that if you enjoyed the show, and I truly hope you did, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and not miss a single episode. But if you happened to miss an episode... Uh, and you didn't find it on Google Play or iTunes for some reason, you could go to our website, which is thenightlyrant.wordpress.com.